Hello everyone, welcome back to the Dental Download Podcast. Today we have another guest, her name is Valentina and she is a finishing up her D2 year at ASDO, which is the Arizona School of Dentistry and Oral Health in Arizona. And it's a really great episode, I'm really excited for you guys to hear about it. I'm going to do my typical intro and then we will get right into the episode with her. She shares a lot of her experiences since she is an international student that came here for undergrad as well as dental school. School, and she's super involved in dental school, a lot of different student organizations, and ASDO also has a public health emphasis, so it's a really cool program, so I'm really excited for you guys to get to hear about it. For what's been motivating me this week, I actually just finished another interview with another guest that'll be coming up in the middle of June, but she's a dentist and she's had a practice for a little over 10 years now and she's just like very inspiring to me and everything. So that's what's been motivating me and all these episodes in general have just been really exciting for me. So I hope that this podcast is a source of motivation for you all, but as a little tangible motivational tip, I guess I would just say to continue setting small goals for yourself. Um, with these given like situations that we're dealing with in the world, um, it's really hard to make yourself accomplish anything lofty. I think it's just pretty unrealistic, but continue setting small goals and still Think about the light at the end of the tunnel. Think about your life post-pandemic. What kind of things do you want to start accomplishing? And take little steps. Start researching those um, different techniques or different goals that you have for yourself, how you can get there, and maybe just plan out a strategy to get there. See if there's any little things you can do now, whether it's reading books, listening to podcasts, starting to get things together, starting saving money, whatever it is. Um, just those small goals. I think later on, you're going to be really grateful that you started, even though it might be intimidating, starting whatever it is, just getting started is sometimes the hardest part. So let this be your incentive to start doing whatever that thing may be. And as for a small life update before we get into the episode with Valentina, um, basically, um, we had a Zoom with the dental school today that I mentioned in our last episode. Um, actually, it was a couple days ago, but basically, they gave us a rundown of what they expect our courses to be for summer term. They gave us an update that the construction is not too far delayed, which is great. Hopefully, we'll be able to use it in our third year like they told us we would be. They um, basically just kind of reassured us that they're here for us, they're here to answer any questions we have, and that although we may be starting dental school virtually. They're still there to support us and they want us to be successful. They're giving us a normal course load, which I really appreciate because it'll be still tough and still hard to adjust to dental school. But the fact that it's a little bit less than a normal semester, that's just the way Michigan does their summer term, is good to get us, get the ball rolling, get us into dental school curriculum and the challenges that come with it. So I am excited about dental school and everything that's to come. But for now, we're going to get right into the episode with Valentina. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So I'm here with Valentina. Um, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Valentina Leonette. Um, I was born and raised in Caracas, Venezuela. I'm a current second year dental student at ASDO, 
Um, I am an international student, so that's one of the unique features about me. Um, let's see, on my free time, I like to dance, I like to work out, I like to stay active, and then I'm also super involved in school. So even during the weekends, I'm probably doing some activity, some volunteer event, which is always amazing. That's awesome. What kind of like activities are you involved in any like clubs through the school or is it like outside of school stuff that you do? I'm very involved on campus. So um, I'm president of the Hispanic Student Dental Association. That's like my baby. <laughs> and um, I'm also vice president of uh, Student National Dental Association. There's um, USNDA. I don't know if you've heard about it for undergrad yeah. students. Yeah. So I'm vice president of that. And then I'm also president of a smaller club on campus called SUAT, which is Students United with America's Tooth Fairy. And what we do is provide um, oral hygiene instructions, free dental care to underserved kids. So we do, we go to schools, we um, give them free toothbrushes, play with them, teach them about oral hygiene. And it's just a lot of fun. That's really cool that you were able to be involved. So like early on. So I knew from day one that I wanted to get involved on campus. I'm a very active person. I like doing a lot of things at the same time. Um, so I started getting involved in these organizations. And then as a second year, I became president and vice president. Um, I'm also a member to other clubs, try to participate as much as I can. Um, I just think it keeps me involved. It keeps me engaged with the community. And it's always nice. It's just that sense of satisfaction you get after working with these people is just awesome. God, that's so cool. And could you talk a little bit about like your journey of eventually getting accepted to dental school and like what that looked like? Of course. So I graduated high school in Venezuela and then I immediately knew I wanted to move to the States, go to college here. Um, that was always like on my mind, even when I was like in eighth grade, ninth grade. So I prepared myself for that, moved to the States, um, went to college got my undergrad degree in biology. And then I minored in business because I thought it was important for me to know a little bit about it if I was going into dentistry. Um, and then I decided to apply this summer of my junior year, just like everyone else. You know, you don't want to take a gap year. You want to get in as soon as possible. So I studied for the DAT. And one of the challenges I faced was that I was taking summer classes as I was studying for the DAT. So it was kind of hard to balance that the time to do everything. Um, I took the DAT, applied that year, and I applied to like 10 schools the first time around. Um, for international students, it's kind of different. There's only a certain number of schools in the U.S. that accept international students. So when I was applying, that was something I had to keep in mind. Um, mostly private schools, not so many state schools take international students. So um, that's a big thing. And I applied, waited, 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 got one interview. And I was like, yay, I got one interview. You know, I'm going to dental school. And after my interview, I honestly didn't feel as confident about it. I was like, you know, could have been a little bit different, could have gone a little bit smoother. But maybe it was just me getting in my head. December 1st rolled around and I didn't get that acceptance email. And I was like, super bummed about it because I was like, damn, I, I prepared myself. You know, I worked so hard for this and I didn't get that email. And later that night I got a waitlist email. So I had gotten waitlisted and I was like, oh, well, this is awesome. You know, like waitlisted, that doesn't mean I got rejected. I can still work on it. I can, I still have a chance of getting in. So it's fine. But I also kept in mind, like, you know, if I don't get in, I also need to start working on some things and like, 
um, think about what my plan is going to be. So I continued emailing schools, you know, hey, here are my grades from my fall semester. This is what I've been up to. Um, and then I heard, kept getting rejection emails from schools. And I was like, well, okay, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. So I was like, I, at this point, the only thing I can do is retake my DAT. I didn't want to do master's programs because I was like, my, G- my GPA was okay. Like it wasn't the best GPA, but I was pretty above average. Um, in my overall in my science. So I was like, the only thing I can improve is my DAT. So I'm just going to retake my DAT and get ready to reapply. And this time around, I kind of knew how the ATSIS application worked. I kind of knew what the personal statement was. So it's kind of easier. Um, and I decided to just apply again. And it's funny because I applied and I started getting interviews before I got rejected from the previous cycle. So I was already scheduling interviews to go um, to other schools even before I had, I know I was sure that I wasn't going to go to dental school this year. And so sometime in July, I got my rejection email and I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm already in the process again. Um, I went, I think it was four or five interviews before December 1st. Um, I got a couple of acceptances and it was just, I interviewed at ASDO and I fell in love with the school. And when I got that email, I cried. It wasn't an email, it was a phone call. I cried when I got the phone call and I was like, okay, this is a place I have to go to. Like my heart is set there. And that's how I made it to dental school. That is so cool. I feel like I very similarly like knew what my first choice was. And like, when you find out it's just the best feeling ever. And what were some of the things that like drew you to ASDO since you did say you had a couple, you ended up having a few options. So like what made you want to go there? It's funny because when I applied the second time around, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to set my heart on any school. I just want to be a dentist. Wherever they take me, I'm going to dental school. And I feel a lot of dental students have that mentality or pre-dentals have that mentality of, you know what? I like, I really like the school, but wherever they take me, I'm going there because I want to be a dentist. And so that's the mindset I went with to all my interviews. I was just like, I'm here to see what they have to offer. And when I got to ASDO, everyone was just so happy to be there. Like you hear about dental students being miserable and not sleeping and not having fun. And it's all school and all studying. And I got there and everyone was just so happy. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is, is this real? Like, how can everyone be so happy to be here? Um, but everyone was just genuinely happy. Um, the faculty seemed very caring and very passionate about what they're doing and they kept talking about how it's a big family and how all the competition is left at the door and how they want you to succeed and get to be the best professional you can be. And my interviews were just so comfortable. I felt so comfortable talking to everyone at the school, whether it was um, students or faculty or staff. It, it was just amazing. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I saw the sim lab and I could see like, it, our sim lab has a view to like the mountains and it was just bright and sunny and warm and it was just perfect the perfect combination so when I got that call I was like this is where I want to go this is literally it checks all the boxes of what I want to do as a dentist or as a dental student what I want where I want to be as a dental student and then um we also have rotations our fourth year so that's kind of unique to our program so our fourth year you're out for four to six weeks at a time and you're just basically a dentist. You're working in community health centers and you're doing all the work yourself. You're seeing as many patients as you can that day. 
that really helps you become a better clinician. And to me, that's the most valuable asset in dental school. Like I want to be the best dentist I can when I graduate. And they really sold me on that. And so far they haven't disappointed. So that's why I chose ASDO. Okay. That's really cool. I feel like it's nice to like, just have that. I don't know. I feel like that's something I noticed too at interviews or just like experiences with schools, like how the students are like acting Mm -hmm. is a big tell for like the environment that you're going to be in. And obviously you'd like to pick somewhere that's going to be like happy for the next four years. Um, I know ASDO has like a public health like focus. How does that impact like your experience at the dental school versus like another dental school that you might've gone to? When I applied, I really didn't think much of the public health component because I was just like, I want to go to dental school. And then I interviewed and they emphasized that a lot. They're like, we're big on public health. And I think it's made me that much better because we're, it's included in our program. So upon graduation, we also graduate with a certificate in public health. And if you want to pursue the master's, you can do it as well. Um, And what they do is they teach us how to work with these underserved communities. And the difference between our school and other schools that in other schools to get that public health component, you kind of have to do it through clubs and organizations on campus. For us, it's kind of included in our curriculum. So that's one thing you see a lot of these clubs have all these um, opportunities to work with underserved communities and and people. And ours is kind of like in our curriculum. So every semester we have to meet certain requirements and take certain classes and do all these things. And it's incredible how much you learn from these populations because they just teach you a lot of things that go beyond classroom settings. Like there's just this compassionate side and this, this growth that comes from it. And a lot of people have asked me if people that graduate from ASO only go into working in public health. No, we do not. There's a lot of people that work in private practice. It's just that public health component really solidifies everything you're learning and why you're learning to your skills at test. Cause you have to, you know, maybe you have to work with amalgam. You're not going to be able to work with composite all the time. So it's just bringing, mixing all the new and the old and teaching you that dentistry goes beyond just your hand skills. There's like that, that human side to it. And to me, that's what I've learned the most with the public health part of our program. That's really, I feel like that's very unique and something like as just a benefit. There's no, I feel like negatives to that. Do you feel like you want to incorporate that into like your professional goals in the future? I do. Um, And especially because I've been working with clubs and organizations on top of like doing all the public health part of our curriculum. I'm always like doing some extra stuff on the side just because I enjoy it, you know, not everyone has to be the same way. I enjoy it. I come from a third world country. I know what necessity looks like. I know that not everyone has access to dental care. Not everyone has dental insurance. And it's just really cool to work with these people. But I would want to do it in the future. I love mission trips and just giving back to the community. Give Kids a Smile is my favorite event ever, ever. Like I've been involved in it even since I was a pre-dental student. So I do think I'm going to keep doing it in the future for sure. Not sure how I'm going to do it yet, but for sure it's going to be something that I'm going to be doing. And then did you go to Nova for your undergrad? Like Nova in Florida? Okay. And they have a dental school, right? Yes. Do you feel like that was helpful? Like, would you recommend that pre-dental students try to go to an undergrad that also the dental school or do you feel like it really doesn't make too much of a difference? That's funny that you bring that up because 
that's the reason I, one of the reasons I chose to go to Nova for my undergrad. So I moved to the U.S. I did my first year at um, Broward College, which is literally across the street from Nova. I went to Nova for undergrad and it was awesome getting to talk to dental students. Um, when I shadowed, I shadowed with a dental student because she wanted to go into pedo. So I got to know her a lot and I learned a lot from her. Do I think it's an advantage over other people? I'm not sure. The reason I say this was um, it comes back to when I applied to dental school. I knew the dean, I knew people at the school, and I was so sure that I was going to get into dental school the first year because, like, I checked all the boxes. You know, I talked to everyone, and they were like, yeah, you have the GPA, you have the DAT, you um, know people, and you did all your events, your community events here, community service events here. Like, you know, I was sure. And then that rejection letter came, and it, like, shook my world because I was like, I was not expecting this, you know? Um I was for sure expecting to get into dental school. And one of the things that the people at the dental school told me was like, you're going to have to do a master's program to be able to get into dental school. And for me, I was like, I don't want to do a master's program. Not that I have anything against it, but I was just like, I think I am qualified to get into dental school without a master's. And I just retook my DAT. So I, my experience with, being at a school with a dental school in it was very different than other people that maybe have dual admission and they're like, okay, I'm dual admitted. And then I'm just going to finish my undergrad. And then I immediately have a spot. That being said, I know people that were in that situation that are currently dental students at Nova and they love it. And they think that it was the best decision they made. I also know people that got accepted to Nova being undergrad students there and decided to go to another program. So I think as long as you take advantage of the resources you have, wherever it is you are, you'll be good to go. I don't think going to a school that has a, an undergrad, going to undergrad at a school that has a dental school is going to give you an advantage or whatnot in the, when you apply. Yeah, it's funny how that works out that like, I'm sure you wouldn't trade your experience now in the dental school that you're at for like anything. So like everything does work out the way it's supposed to, I guess, which is really cool. Um, we did get another question about how you're financing dental school being an international student, if you can touch on that a little bit. Of course. So that's actually a question I get a lot from international students. Um, not sure how many people are aware of this, but international students are not eligible for loans. So if you are going to go to dental school, you need to have some type of personal, you need to have personal funds to be able to finance school. Um, there are some options available for getting loans with a co-signer. That requires that you have an, someone who's an American citizen or resident willing to co-sign for you and take out those loans. So it's that I think that's the most challenging part. Um, I came to the U.S. I don't have any family here. It's just me. So um, it, it's definitely a challenge. And tuition for dental school is expensive. We all know this. <laughs> So it's, that's one of the limitations that dental students have. There's very limited scholarships available as well, but there are resources available. So it's not impossible. Um, I know students that got accepted to really, really, really good schools, international students, and they're getting um, a really good scholarship that covers almost half of their tuition, which makes it so much easier, you know, to go to school. So there is a way to finance dental school but I think it's important you have a backup and you know what you're getting yourself into. Like when I moved here, I knew that 
this was going to come at some point. And I talked to my parents about it and they were on board because they knew that this was the best education I could get. But it is a sacrifice you will be making. It's, it's expensive, <laughs> like, just like it is for everyone else. So did you move here knowing I want to be a dentist when you were just graduating high school or like what even brought you to like want to come to the United States, I guess. I'm curious. Um, that's funny. So <laughs> I, my parents are both dentists in Venezuela oh. and I obviously grew up in a dental setting. So I loved going to the office with them. When I was little, I would play with my dolls and pretend I was a dentist and working on them. And then as I grew up, I started going and sitting in the front desk and learning about charting and stuff. But my mom was always hesitant about me going into dental school because she didn't want me to do it just because they were dentists. She was like, I've seen this a lot where kids just try to follow their parents' footsteps and it's not necessarily what they want. So she made me take like all these like tests that were like, <laughs> what career is the best for you? Blah, 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 right? So I always loved medicine and I always knew I was going to go into something related to healthcare. But I played sports my whole life. So I was like, well, what if I do PT? You know, like, what if I go into sports medicine? And I considered all these different options. But as I got older, I realized that I also want to have a family. And I also want to be, you know, um, be a mom and be there for my kids. And I saw that my mom was able to do that through dentistry. And I saw that, you know, all her friends who are dentists were also able to be there for the kids. And I was like, you know what? I like this. And then I started chattering different dentists to see if I got the same vibe. And I did. And so I was like, you know what? Yeah, like dentistry is the way to go for me. I want to do this. And when I moved to the U.S., I knew I wanted to go into dental school. So my whole life was planned around me moving here, going to dental, like going through college, getting into dental school. Um, Why did I move to the U.S.? I lived here when I was younger. I loved living here. Um, The situation in Venezuela is not the best. Um, Politically, economically, it's just not the best place to be in. And my parents talked to me a lot about it and how my life would look like in the future. And to this day, I'm extremely thankful for them taking the time to like think about my future and what I could do and all the sacrifices they've made to have me go to school here. So in two years, when I become a dentist, that's going to be all thanks to them. Because if they hadn't guided me here, then I would probably, I don't know if I would be here without their guidance. Yeah, that's really cool. I feel like, do you have siblings too, or is it just you? I have a younger brother and he is 21 already. Wow. And he is also going to school here. He's a baseball player. Um, so he, he here, he going to school on a Fulbright scholarship. Wow. Um, yeah. So our parents did the right thing <laughs> That's <laughs> to awesome. get us to come over here. Yeah. That's awesome that they've been so supportive from day one and just like looking out for like your best interest and like want you to be as successful as possible. So do you plan to stay in the U.S. like permanently? So after I'm on a student visa. So after school, I get a couple of years to work here. Um, ideally, I think I would want to be able to stay in the States. But if I had to go back home, I don't think it would be an issue for me either. Um, I love my country. Unfortunately, right now it's not in the best place. But um, people are so nice and it's a great place to live in. Um, if I had it my way, I would definitely <laughs> be staying here. So stay tuned the next couple of years to see where I end up. 
Yeah, that makes sense. And we mentioned we were chatting earlier before we started recording that you were just about to start working on patients. I know you didn't get to start with everything being shut down, but like, what are you most excited for when it comes to working with patients finally? Yeah, we were supposed to be starting on patients this week or last week, I, I think I told you. And it was such a bummer that things got shut down. Obviously it's for the best of everyone, but we were so excited and looking forward to it. Um, I think the part I'm most excited about is just the human interaction. I love talking to people. I love getting to know people and their story and just seeing the impact they can have on their lives. And you don't do that in sim. <laughs> you have a mannequin and you're just drilling on it from eight to five. And I think that's what I'm excited about. It's like, I'm going to be doing dentistry, but I'm also going to be able to talk to people all day. You know, um, That's one of the reasons I also chose dentistry. It allows me to do all the clinical medical things while still keeping that human connection. And that's honestly what I'm most excited about, just having my patients and seeing them grow and seeing the change they can have and how we have the opportunity to change their lives for the better. That's really good. Um, I also was wondering if you have kind of getting more into like your experience in dental school, like what has been like some of the biggest challenges and what's also been like your favorite part? My favorite part of dental school has definitely been all the failing. (laughs) And this is weird, but I've learned so much about myself. I've learned a lot more from all the failures I've had in sim and in classes than I have from um, anything else. The most challenging part for me, and for me, it was D1 year. I'm a good student. I'm in dental school. We're all smart. We made it this far, right? Um, I don't like being in lecture and tests and all that stuff. I, I get through it. I'm good, but it's not what I'm really passionate about. I'm really passionate about doing hands-on things and like, like I said, talking to people and being engaged. So first year was the hardest one for me because everything was about numbers. Um, our school switched to pass-fail our D2 year. So this whole year has been pass-fail. First year, we had grades. That's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure because if you want to specialize, then you're thinking, okay, well, I got to be, will that be the class that it's not going to let me get into a residency program? And I think everyone has had that go through their mind, even if they considered for the slightest bit, if they want to specialize or not, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. So I think that was the hardest part for me. D one year, just being like, I just need to get through this year, get through all these grades and make it until I'm in sim lab. And then I got to sim lab and it's like, well, I don't know if I have the hand skills, you know, I failed this practical exam. Like, am I really cut out to be a dentist? And what I learned the most is that I failed a lot. And you can see it on my Instagram. Like I post my failures because I'm proud of it. I do not consider myself the most artistic person out there, but I work hard. You know, I put in the work, I put in the effort and I've seen my hand skills go from zero to, I'm not going to say 100 because I'm not there yet, but at least a solid 80%. Um, and it's been it's been good. It's been super rewarding seeing that progress. And every time I fail, I'm like, okay, what can I do different? Or how can I make this better? And even if I pass, there's times that I've gotten grades that I'm like, oh, are you sure I deserve that grade? Because I didn't think that was that good. Um, but it's because of the whole thing that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we want to be the best we can be. And as dentists, you focus on the tiniest little thing that maybe someone else is not seeing. So I think that's been the, the hardest and the best part of dental school is just 
learning to grow in the process and acknowledging that not everything's going to be easy, but it's all going to be worth it. That's really very inspiring, actually, especially <laughs> knowing that I'm about to be starting my first year like online without even like getting to meet professors or meet my classmates. Like it's going to be weird. So it's nice to know that like there's a light at the end of the tunnel and like just keep working hard and it'll be okay. Um, do you have any like closing remarks or any like final advice you want to give to people listening? Um, enjoy the process and trust the process. I think I say this a lot to all the pre-dentals I talk to and even to current dental students, just trust the process. You need to put in the work, you need to show up, you need to do your best and things will follow. Um, I thought not getting into dental school the first time around was going to be the end of the world. I thought taking a gap year was going to be the end of the world. Turned out being one of the best years of my life. Um, Turns out I ended up at ASDO when I didn't even think I would end up moving to Arizona. And it's been the best thing ever. I love this place. I love the students. I love the faculty. I just love everything about it. So just trust the process. You'll end up where you have to end up. And you'll fall. And you'll fail. And you'll cry. But there's also going to be a lot of rewarding moments after that. And you'll feel so proud of where you, of everything you have accomplished and where you've gotten. So just keep going, keep going no matter what. Well, thank you so much. I feel like you, we didn't even really scratch the surface of like everything you could have told us <laughs> about in this little time that we had to talk. So what is your like Instagram if people want to reach out to you and ask you any more questions or anything? Yes. So my Instagram is Leonette. So L-E-O-N-E-T-T dental. So I'm there. DM me anything. I'm always open to answering any questions. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Hello again, guys. It's me popping in. I don't usually do an outro, but I did want to say this was our first time recording on Zoom and there was a little bit of like Wi-Fi glitch noise that you guys could hear. I hope it wasn't too much of a disruption, but um, the future guests, that's pretty much worked out. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and make sure you do follow the podcast. That way you're updated on all upcoming episodes. I usually post the schedule like a month or two in advance of everything that's coming up. And I do a lot of questions and answers for you guys if you want to give feedback about episodes or let me know who else you want on the podcast or what topics you want me to discuss. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you next Monday.